Hey guys, in today's episode, we evaluate the keeper situation in our local league. Welcome to the Coach and Commish Podcast. No, not Adam Gase, and definitely not Roger Goodell. It's Chris and Sean breaking down fantasy football for the everyday man. Welcome back. You are here with the Coach and Commission. I'm Chris, Sean to my right, and today we're looking at our local league and we're giving, we're evaluating everyone's keeper situation. We're going on to week 10 here. Uh, we're about a week and a half away from our trade deadline, which locks the keepers. So yep. the commish here, <clears throat> he felt in his wisdom he needs to give our local league mates <laughs> some advice on their keeper situation. We know we're still in the hunt for playoff position, but in our unique league, which is just a keeper with a redraft you know, type of league, you want to position yourself beyond just this season. You want to think about those keepers uh for the for the future but yeah. before we get there i want to talk about some upsets this week here. all right all right so just because you're in there because uh, i'm in there <laughs> but LaRoyce beating undefeated phil he had to get every single point possible. didn't take long for him to prove me right i said you know, oh, we man. talked about would phil stay undefeated and LaRoyce, thank you sir and uh yeah a lot with jonathan taylor going off on Thursday when Carson Wentz. Yeah. I mean, he started off really well. And, I mean, it was a 20-point victory there, but still 155 to 135. Two high scores in our league what? going at it. Head-to-head, LaRoyce takes down the undefeated Moves Phil. up into second place. Yeah. Um, this guy was trading away at the bottom of the cellar. Now he's at second place, and can, he's controlling Maybe his trading own trading works. Trading works, it man. It does. I'm hoping so. Um, I finally win in a long time. I take down Daniel. It was a really <laughs> weird— Down the turrets. It was a crazy week of fantasy. We'll talk about that more in our main podcast. But, uh, uh, yeah, so Daniel just fell victim to that, and I, I just had a luck in on, on that one. And Mike beaten Andy, who was riding a hot streak. Yep. And, and Andy's now come down to earth. But now what happens there with Mike moving up and Andy losing, there's a lot of muddling parts that are 11 and 7, 7, 11, 10 and 8. Like these next few weeks, it, it just, again, it can turn around and we can see a lot of change up coming to the top six and who's in playoff contention. Yeah, so we're going to, like he said, move on to just the keeper situation in the league. Now this, if you're in a keeper league, I just want you to be, caught you know thinking about the next year but mm-hmm. i also don't want this episode to sound like if you're in you know you're a few sp- spots out from the playoffs say you've only won three games that doesn't mean you can't get into the playoffs so don't sell the farm don't I mean, sell this this year you can win like go forward every year i'm a big proponent of that so that doesn't mean that but at the same time that doesn't mean you can't make some smart trades that set you up for next year and then kind of be aware of when your trade deadline is so that you can make those moves if you decide yep it ain't happening this year for me so we're going to start at the top here and we have phil um he's got a few keeper options but it's probably going to be a pair of wide receivers for for mr boston um keeping cooper cup and tyreek hill um, he does have Lamar Jackson, but I would imagine uh, Cup and Hill are, are really going to be the options. Yeah, I think it's the first time Cooper Cup has been a keeper option. Most yeah. of the time, he was this year for him just on value. But oh, as far yeah. as like an actual top five type of wide receiver, yeah, yeah, he's usually that wide receiver too that you pick up later on when you go heavy RB. So that's a good situation for Phil. Would you think about Lamar at all with these two guys, just with how unique he is with the running and passing? 
I wouldn't. Um, I, I think there's just quarterback. It's for me. It's so hard to keep a quarterback. You're going to have to pay the premium because of the where, where you're going to have to keep him at. Probably going to be a second or third round pick next year for him to keep him, and you can go out and you know draft somebody else later. So okay. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider it. Uh, what we're also going to do is we're going to go through these all. We're just going through the orders of standings, and then we'll. Um, maybe pick out one of our favorite situations and our worst situation. Okay. Leroy's at two. We talked about his great rise up the rankings, but it, it looks like a pair of running backs. And I might argue he might just keep one. But Jonathan okay. Taylor and Joe Mixon. No one else really in the lineup do you think is, is worthy uh, of keeping next year. But would you consider with Mixon's injuries this year of just letting him go, keeping Jonathan Taylor and let Leroy's have some flexibility in the second and third round? Yeah, I would definitely. Um, it's. I mean, it's going to depend on the rest of the season. As far as like right now, if you know, gun to the head, I got to keep him. If I'm getting to keep mixing in the second, I'm probably not going to be able to pass that up just because of what's going to be available to me, you know, in that second round. So, all right, I, I think you probably will end up keeping the two running backs. Um, but and that's a great place to be getting your running backs early because in our league, you know, they go quick. They, yeah, that's true. All right, sitting at third, this is you, Sean. Uh, like you Speaking like your running position. backs, you like third place. Wow, look at you, man! Ah, this good. this one's like robbery because there's two different trades that you robbed these running backs from their previous owners. <laughs> but who are you keeping? So I've got Kamara and Cook. I'm probably pretty locked in on that. I think I have Michael Pittman would be another option. Um, but that's really it. I'm not. I'm not probably considering anybody else. So yeah, maybe you know if if Hawkinson becomes another value, uh, you know, getting that tight end is a great thing to have. But it's most likely going to be these, you know, top five talent guys and Kamara and Cook. Yeah. All right. So at four, I'm liking Tim James here. He's got a tough decision. He's got Najee Harris as a no-brainer. Kelsey and Ridley. Ridley taking some time off for mental health. And also, it's just really weird in Atlanta right now. Except now they're four and four. It could be a playoff contention. Yeah. But Travis Kelsey, he's taking a few steps down this year. I mean, it's still – he's the best tight end. But it's not – crazy Kelsey first round pick numbers yeah I would agree um and I think he may be a little more concerned about you know getting out early rather than too late and I think that's what he'll probably consider he's got Ridley as an option it'll be difficult if Ridley doesn't come back this year to just you know have faith in him if he's back next year but you know I don't know what the rest of his roster here I'm gonna pull it up while we're talking about it but yeah I mean Daryl Henderson if Cam Akers is not, you know, that's a difficult injury to come back from. If he's not, I would consider even a Daryl Henderson. Uh, he's got Amari Cooper. And that's probably the extent of who he would keep on his roster. Um, you know, Miles Sanders, we're not going no, there. So Yeah, don't go there at all. So it'll most likely be probably Harrison Kelsey. But I know if he does have a better option, he eventually he's going to try to get out of the Kelsey game before it's too late. Yeah. And sitting at five is Captain Morgan. He's got two obvious picks to me. Uh, Jamar Chase, who could be one of the best wide receivers uh, in for the next 10-plus years. Yep. As uh, a rookie right now. And then the, the king himself, Derrick Henry, who's sadly injured right now. I think those two are obvious locks for Morgan. And they're phenomenal keepers. Yeah, I think, yeah. And no, no spoilers yet, but... One of the best we've talked about for sure. Getting Chase um, and Henry. I mean, you're talking about some powerhouses. You look there. at Chase can finish his wide receiver one. I firmly believe he could. Mm-hmm. And then Henry. Everyone knew he was going to be that before the injury. 
Yep. So it's just crazy what Morgan's got sitting in his palms. We have Soul Juice at number six. He's got three choices that we thought of. Uh, you got Barkley. Now you got Pitts, tied in out of um, uh, Arizona, Atlanta, and then A.J. Brown. If Sean, if you were in Andy's shoes, what would you do? So, I mean, I'm always going to lean the running back. So as hard as it is to keep Barkley, I think he'll be coming to value enough. He may be a second-round pick to where you can pick him up. Um, and then it's it's going to be tough because if Pitts, you know, he's got the opportunity now with Ridley out to really seize the rest of the season. And if he shows that he's a locked-in top three guy and I can get him in the third round, that's probably where I would end up going. Um, A.J. Brown, he's a great option as well. He's, you know, again, another one that probably will come on strong at the end of the season with Henry out. But, yeah, three great options, actually. I think he's he's set up well to kind of make that choice when he needs to. Yeah, I agree with you. I would lean Pitts just because it's a unicorn in a position that's really yeah. rough to get a, a double-digit score every week. Uh, so right behind Soul Juice, looking at seven. So those are top six. If the playoffs were today, we all be sadly disappointed if your name comes after this. <laughs> all right, but Daniels holding down number seven. He's got a couple of choices in Eckler. Montgomery and DJ Moore. Sean, who? what would you say about those three keeper options? Yeah, we threw DJ Moore in here, but I think it's obviously going to be the running backs um, mm-hmm. in our league. Specifically, we talk about it all the time, but we are running back heavy, and if you don't get them, then you're going to be s- stuck with somebody who you do not want to draft in the third round. So, yeah, I think he's easily going to go Eckler and Montgomery. I love Montgomery as a keeper. I think he was very underrated as far as his dynasty and keeper value and you know, we saw it last night coming off the injury. He looked real good. So, all right, Joe sitting at eight. He has CMC, Mike Evans, and Antonio Gibson. Uh, I think you're going with the running back. You know, double punch here. Or would you consider Mike Evans over Antonio Gibson? So, I'm definitely going to go with CMC. I'm shocker, <laughs> yeah, I but I am a little bit scared of you know going the Gibson route. I mean, again, this is another one where we got to wait to see what happens the rest of this season. Try to look through his roster here and see if there's any other options and there really is nope, there's nothing else. So, it's between those guys. And you know, as much as I love Mike Evans, it's just difficult to deal with that up and down that you're going to get because there's so many options in the Tampa Bay offense. So, you know, if you're telling me today I got to choose, I'm probably going Gibson, hoping that he gets healthy um and then can be what we were hoping he would be next year. Okay. And right at number nine, the Reverend himself, David Kalana, we think Diggs and Zeke. Yep. Should be his obvious. Why don't you teams. give your thoughts on it? I want to hear uh I, I'm, take. I'm worried about Zeke right now. He he's not producing what we've seen earlier. Running backs have a short shelf life in the NFL and we've good ones, great ones like Zeke, who was a great one for a a, a period of time, he might not he might be coming down. There's a reason why Tony Pollard's getting a ton of carries and touches in Dallas. And not just to mix it up, but Zeke seems like a half step too slow. I would even consider Kyler Murray being kept here with Diggs if Murray can stay in that third, fourth round option. Yeah, I mean, that's probably where he's going to have to go. Um, so you, you're you saying then to keep Diggs and maybe let Zeke go and grab Murray? Yeah, keep, yeah, Murray, Diggs. So if Murray's and, a second-round pick and Diggs is a second-round pick, you could get Murray in the third. That's not terrible value. Um, I was looking at his roster here. Um, another option potentially would be a Kareem Hunt um, if he continues to stay with the Browns. But, yeah, you're probably looking between those three guys. And I'm still I'm still sticking with Zeke. If, if 
if he continues to, you know, he's he's had a rough bit this year, but I think he's going to keep being the Cowboys' lead running back. So, and I would like that draft position when the keepers kind of, you know, we always go around trying to guess who who people are keeping, where the ADP is at, and maybe you get a decision between let go of Zeke now and get that first round pick for maybe the next upcoming running back in the rookie draft. Yeah, you know, so. Uh, that's that's what David's going to have to worry about then in the offseason. He'll lose tons of sleep over it. <laughs> All right, so at 10, my brother, Mike, the lesser-looking Sean Rock, Nick Chubb, DeAndre Hopkins. Do we think anybody else in his lineup? No, I don't think so. He's he's a team here that you know could be on the lookout for. You know He's obviously in a rough spot here, looking like playoffs are a little bit of a long shot. Still can make it, but it's getting rough. He started so hot. Yeah, and it's just starting to to, to slowly. Chubb break getting hurt, I think, really, really hurt him. I mean, you saw this week that just pulled his team right up to the top. So, yeah, I think Chubb and Hopkins. It's a pretty easy one. We can move on. All right, the meat priest. That's something that we just came up with because I, uh, I misspoke, and you're the meat priest. So yeah, Sean was trying to say meat prince and said meat priest, and I was like, I like that. I'm gonna say that on air. Meat priest, you got quite a few options, man. Yeah, Mike Williams, Aaron Jones, Kittle, Devontae Adams. Yeah, He's got four options. What would you advise him to do? So this is, uh, I think, a harder one to pick. I'm probably going to go with the Kittle because I, I really am a fan now of that tight end premium. If you can, you can grab a guy that is going to, you know, for sure finish in the top five. You don't got to worry about all year long. And then it has to be Devontae Adams. But I say that, but we still don't know what the status of him and Aaron Rodgers' future in Green Bay is. So that's a TBD. If, you know, Devontae Adams gets put on a team that you're not excited about, I may think about Mike Williams, but, again, he's dealing with this injury. It's kind of slowed down. And then, of course, you've got Aaron Jones to fall back on if you need to just go with the running back. So probably if he made me pick right now based on the fact that I don't think Aaron Rodgers and potentially Devontae Adams are in Green Bay, then I'm probably going to go Aaron Jones and Kittle. Okay. Man, it's quite a few. Uh, I yeah, I couldn't say any different. All right, me, Priest, you got some choices to make it. Holding down the bottom. And then last we got you, Chris. Um, we Is got me. Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf, CEH, and Waller. So you got a few options here as well. I guess these bottom feeders here gathering their assets and I'm getting gathering, ready for the next season. Yeah, you look at the roster, you throw in Justin Herbert, you think I should be middle of the pack. You're a playoff team. Yeah. Uh, but a little too late. Um I don't know where to go, honestly. I'm not trying to hold secrets. I know I'm on air telling you guys what to do, but Minnesota's offense sucks. So they need an <laughs> offensive coordinator to get the ball to Jefferson. I'm loving Metcalf probably more than Jefferson just because I know their quarterback will get on the ball. Yep. CEH is going to be forced to run because Kansas City's finding out that you need to run the ball to survive in today's NFL once they figure out Patrick Mahomes now. And then Waller, just like you said, tight end premium, he could be still a top three tight end so i don't know if you ask me today metcalf and waller okay. that makes no running back but it's who, funny because i might i think i would go jefferson and waller so yeah so and again that all depends on what the heck happens in minnesota and as a fan i'm very invested in that decision uh, but if it's the you same, don't want another dalvin cook situation watching the <laughs> star not be on your roster that once was yeah so i have no idea i got four good options there but that's it for our guys. Now, we kind of hinted to it earlier, but who do you think is in the best situation for keepers? 
So, for me, it's going to be Morgan. I yeah, mean, I, I can't. He doesn't can't have disagree. a lot of options, but when you have Jamar Chase and actually, and he's got Terry McLaurin. We didn't even mention you know yeah. other names that he's got there. Debo, it's another fantastic wide receiver this year. But yeah, Jim, Jamar Chase and Derrick Henry. Yeah, they are just. I mean, if if you played out the season before that Derrick Henry injury, we, I would probably pick wide receiver one and wide receiver or in running back one as them too. I mean, maybe Cooper cup over him, but chase has just been on fire. He's a rookie. I mean, it's a no brainer. I love it. Yeah. Morgan's in the best situation. Now you can't pick Morgan. You may say that's oh. your, who you would pick. Oh, but, who I would pick. Okay. So but, I can't pick him cause you got him. Yeah. I mean, that may be your pick, but let's, let's give somebody else a, a shout out here. Mm. All right. So I would say the meat priest has a pretty darn good, options to choose from yeah uh those four options i i I would say mike williams off between jones kittle and and adams i would lean toward kittle and adams but you got options and those are two very good ones if they're not wide receiver and tight end one in their position rankings they're probably wide receiver two tight end two all right and then i'm going to move on to somebody that i'm a little afraid of um that their their options may not all be there um and honestly, I'm going to go with Soul Juice, actually. I think I think that the Barkley thing is going to be scary. We've seen the injuries just continue. Um, and, and I'm not – I wasn't excited to keep him last year, and now this year it's only gotten worse with another injury. Pitts is an okay option. A.J. Brown, you know, once they start needing to be a pass offense, he's clearly an elite wide receiver, but the pass volume is hard to get there. So I'm not super excited if I'm, if I'm Soul Juice, but – Okay. Not a lot you can do right now. No, and, and someone I'm worried about is Joe. CMC, what, two, three years now? Yeah. Injured. Uh, Mike Evans, he shares targets with two other great receivers. Yep. And he is definitely, he's like a tight end. He's touchdown dependent. He can almost get one per week, so it kind of helps out. But it's tough as a wide receiver keeper. And Antonio Gibson, underachieving. Majorly underachieving. For sure. Like, do you roll the dice and want to keep him? So Joe... He'll keep CMC, A, being a fan of the Panthers. B, we would always advise to keep him. But it's not as shiny as it once was. Yeah, and then one other shout-out that I'll give Joe. Oh, I'm sorry, no. I almost did something for him. (laughs) Well, now i got to say it. Yeah, I was like, what is it? I was going to say, oh, you've got Javante Williams, but he traded Javante Williams to me. So, actually, that's honestly, we didn't even talk about it. But to be honest with you, there is actually probably a – over 50% chance that I will keep Javante Williams over one of my two running backs. Ooh. Whoever I think has the you know least amount of time left as an elite NFL running back, I'll probably go Javante Williams. I just think this guy's going to be a monster. We saw last you know last week he didn't have the point or the touchdown, but he the I mean, just a monster yeah. out there. Killing it. I got him some other leagues. I wish I had him in this one. He's got him in Dynasty though. So you got you got him in Dynasty, Joe. All right. So just a reminder, trade deadline Ends Monday night of week 11. Yes, yeah, so week 11, which would be the next week. Um, and it's going to be, I believe, if I remember last year, because I remember doing a crazy last-minute trades with LaRoyce. Um, <laughs> surprise, <else>? surprise. <laughs> yeah, me, Tim, and LaRoyce going at it. That was the legendary um, push the button and then see who accepts first, which I did not enjoy. <laughs> Joker um, with the pool stick, right? That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I so what it means is that at the end of week 11, when Monday night, concludes then our trade deadline is over so you need to make your trades you can make trades during that weekend if you want um you know just be careful with injuries that could happen but yeah you you guys at the bottom there i'd say that 
probably Joe's the one that I would say, if you, you don't get a win this week, it might be time next week to go out there and see if you can find yourself another keeper option. Yep. And if you need a quick uh, tutorial lesson of how to make phenomenal trades work out in your favor, <laughs> Talk just to uh, yeah, hit some DMs to Leroy's and he'll let you know how to work the magic on the way on the trade block there. So that's it for our seven five seven local league podcast. Anything else, Commission, before we sign off? I don't think so. I'm I'm actually a little scared to play the meat priest this week. Meat so. priest, change your name. That's your new name. Yep. All, All right. right, guys. Deuces. Deuces. Thanks for listening to the Coach and Commish podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Coach and Commish. And join our Facebook group called Fantasy Football Advice with the Coach and Commish for direct access to weekly waiver wire and start sit advice.